I am completely convinced that the number one thing that you can do for optimal health and wellness is to connect to your body. Your body has so much wisdom and your body is always in the present moment and and has so much information for you. And it's about it's your job to listen to this book to your body. Your body's sending you signals all the time to um, to tell you how how it's doing, what's happening, what's going on, what does it need? And I think it's a very, very important topic to talk about. And today I've invited someone here to talk uh, about this topic and to dive a little deeper into the subject. And this angle is slightly different from what I'm what I usually talk about, but it's definitely a very valid and, and interesting one. So I'd like to introduce uh, Jenny. Jenny, I met um, in the very beginning of my co-active coaching journey, um, of, of hers as well, I, I believe. Uh, we, we met at the very first training um, a, a couple of years ago. And since then, we've trained with each other, we've supported each other, uh, we've also coached each other quite a bit. And I think that because we're both very connected to our bodies, when we do coach with each other, we, we are able to go to a very deep and, and powerful place. Um, we were able to reach points in our bodies. It's very difficult to explain, but at least after a session with Jenny, I feel like extremely powerful and whoa, what, what just happened here? So uh, welcome, Jenny. Thank you so much for being here. Hmm. Thank you for having me. And thank you for this awesome introduction because I do think the same I think we speak the same language because we're connected to our bodies yeah oh I love that we're speaking the same language yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah so would you like to introduce yourself um what you do where you're from uh yeah so I am from Hamburg in Germany and I work with women um and their menstrual cycles as a lens on their coaching process. Um, I also believe, like you, Anne, that when we connect it to our body, you know, all this magic unfolds, all the wisdom um, is available to us. And when a woman is connected to her body, just there's infinite potential. There's, mm. no, there's no stopping ground. And when she's connected to her body, the creativity is, you know, enhanced and all of that. So I'm, I'm mainly focused on that. And yeah, I do one-on-one -on -one sessions with women. I do women's circles and moon circles to kind of use the energy of the moon as well to connect to the body and the energies within. Um, yeah. Wow. Very interesting. Uh, very interested in the women's circles. Uh, we can talk more about that. Um, how did you become interested in, in this kind of work? What, 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 what's your journey? Mm. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm actually thinking a lot about this question. And I keep seeing it evolve. You know, it's, it's kind of, I, I take it, I took it on my journey about six years ago and I kind of see the answer to what's my journey and how how did I get to this work I see that evolving I started off when I was really young I started off 
very disconnected from my body. It was because I was never taught how to, for example, tune into my, you know, um, emotions. I didn't know how to eat, what's actually nutritious for me. I, you know, like the mm. environment I was born or raised in um, didn't really, um, I would say, support, you know, the connection to my body. Mm-hmm. And that reflected in my life. Like I was often very tired, fatigued. Um, I kind of, you know, separated from, from the outside world a lot. I withdrew. And then I went to Australia and I met a lot of people who are the opposite of how I've been living. Like they were very healthy. There was, um, I don't know, a lot of consciousness already around, um, the connection to the body and what does the body need and you know how can we live healthy and I don't know I kind of this environment shaped me a little bit and mm-hmm. then this deepened I just kind of went with it you know when you once like when you connect to your body one time it just draws you in every time because you mm. know how good it feels to listen to to it and then it just deepened and deepened but of course like as I go in cycles, there were like a lot of things that I have to go through, like a lot of trauma, a lot of, you know, buried emotions, a lot of, a lot of things. And mm. so it, it was very difficult to stay connected to the body actually, but that's the practice I believe. And yeah, the, the main thing that kind of now is keeping me in the mission was when, um, my mother died actually and Mm -hmm. she died not knowing any of this not knowing what it means to connect to your body not knowing what it means to be healthy not knowing what it means to live your purpose not any of this and she died without this knowledge and to see that for me actually kind of you know I don't know put on a light it's like that's mm. not supposed to happen to any woman. Like we have so much knowledge and we, like, I know the way that's kind of like the feeling I had, you know, like I know, I know the way it doesn't have to happen like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is kind of like the, the, the main event that just turned it all around. And since then still struggling sometimes and still, mm. you know, going through the rough bits, but, I know the goal is staying connected to my body because their life is, you know, their all the wisdom is, all the magic. There's me in a way. Yeah, I love that. There's you. The essence of who you are is in your body. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you say that, you know, like because I was before I kind of got it that I want to be connected to my body and kind of you know, sink down into it and find deeper layers of its wisdom and beauty and all of that. There was, you know, the teachings of spiritual masters and whatever, they, they kind of taught you how to go up, you know, how to ascend and kind of um, transcend the body and kind of not listen to the body. The body is just illusion and whatever. Mm. I started off with that, but I felt so lost. In these, mm. it's like there's something missing. Like this is not, this is not what it's 
supposed to be in a way. Yeah. And I got it. Like I kind of took a 180 degree turn and I realized, uh-uh, this is all about coming into the body, connecting more deeply with the body and everything else is just like bypassing life. Oh, wow. That's so interesting, isn't it? That um, when you say go upwards into the spiritual world, that a lot of people are seeking this out of world experience where what you experienced is actually, let's just go into the body first or, mm-hmm. or I don't know if there's an order, but at least go into your body. See what, what's there. Exactly. Yeah. What's mm. there and like, what will you find when you actually, you know, commit to this life in your body as you know, when we talk about women, like in a female form, what does that mean? What does it mean to be a woman? Like what is, mm. Yeah, what's hidden in that? Mm, what does it mean to be a woman? Mm. Wow, <laughs> that's a deep question. Yeah. I, what I love about your story also is, is that you, when you went to Australia, you saw something in others that you were like, oh, I, I want that. It, or that's what it sounded like. Like, I, what, what are you doing that, that so I can be that too? And it all started with health. You, you're talking about eating right, about um, treating your body right. And I find that very interesting that people uh, set out on these weight loss journeys or um, health journeys, but but are completely disconnected to what's going on in the body. So, yeah. That happened for me as well. So I was one of them. Like I kind of mm. took the whole health and and, you know, eating right and eating good and exercising well like I took it a step too far in a way that that also I also got very controlling it also produced stress rather than soothing you know like yeah and take that too far but then your body will let you know if you let it mm. It yes it will I I completely uh, agree and I was one of those people as well that trying to lose weight trying to follow Uh, mainstream things and realizing it just didn't work for me just didn't um Mm. just didn't do it for me yeah exactly yeah interesting yeah um another story that also comes to uh, my mind now as you're speaking is um this connecting with your body i remember many years ago well, not, not that many, actually. <laughs> but I wish I could say many years ago, but <laughs> it's not that many, actually. Um, I, I was having a massage, and um, I think I was treating myself. Uh, maybe it had been after the first baby or something. I remember my husband and I went to a hotel to treat ourselves, and then I thought, ooh, I should, I should try one of these massages. I, I don't. This might have been my first full-body massage. And I remember lying there, and she's and my masseuse there is is um is doing her thing, and then I remember thinking, what's she doing now? I don't feel where she's touching me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that was such yeah, that was such a weird experience to. And she was on my thighs. Um, wow. I I found out, and I thought, wow, I don't feel my thighs. <laughs> Like, wow, yeah, a very weird thing that because they're right there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that I think that was what spiraled me into 
um, into this work. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's a powerful experience, right? Kind of, wow, where, where am I if I'm not like in my thighs? Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Where did I go? Yeah. Yeah. But, and my thighs were also like uh, to go a bit deeper. My thighs are also a place that I, a part of my body that I don't like about myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so it's something that I maybe, you know, disconnected from because no, I don't like that part. Um, to a point where you can't even feel that part anymore. Oh, and so, wow. Yeah. It goes bumps when you say that because that's yeah. so true, isn't it? Like we disassociate from body parts. We don't see yes. ourselves as whole anymore. It's like, not that, not like that. Yeah, I can have that. You know, it's like, wow. Yeah. Mm. Mm hmm. So good yeah. to share that, I think. Cool. Thank you. I want to talk more about rhythms and cycles because this is this is uh the the essence of your work if i've understood correctly do you want to tell more about do you want to talk more about um cycle like what does it mean to you these cycles and rhythms what does that mean when i say, say those words hmm. yeah i'm like as a woman you know like everything indicates that we are cyclical beings, you know, mm -hmm. and we have this inner rhythm that's unique to every woman. And we also have this larger rhythm, like, you know, this larger cycle that you can see, for example, in the seasons of nature or in the moon cycle. And the same rhythm or cycle is happening within us. And I believe that because we are, um, trying to adapt to the society that is only linear, that is about productivity, about, you know, output, about results, and about, like, being very fast, you know? Mm. Like, it all has to happen very fast. There's always a very tight deadline. There's always, like, this rush, as if we're running out of time for some reason. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's, that's actually, you know, kind of, that's what we're adapting to because we've been trained. So it's not like, you know, there's a shame about it. It's just that we have to do that in order to kind of fit in. But it's completely contrary to what's happening inside of us, especially as women, because we are following a different pace, a different time, a different, I would say, rhythm. If we were actually really... Um, tuning into our natural world you when you for example when you menstruate you know like mm -hmm. even like the hormones everything indicates that rest is in in order now like it would be very good for you to rest and you would crave it if you gave in you know you there's mm. this this natural tendency to slow to be slow to slow down and to kind of forget the outside world and to really just sink into your own um, rhythm, I want to say again, like, you know, that, and that there's this element of receiving. And because we are so trained to give, but not trained to receive, especially as women, um, this phase is uh, completely obliterated often. Mm. Women who are, you know, coming back to their cycle, they love this phase. 
you know, it's just because we're so disconnected, we experience pain, we experience anxiety, we are kind of like oh, very annoyed that that has to happen, you know, mm. we have to slow down because our body says so. Like the mind is completely disconnected from that phase of our life. No and, and we fight against it, right? That yes, yes. Like and, the body. Yeah. yeah, and that's actually what causes the stress, you know, the stress mm. level to rise. And you take the stress level, you know, into the rest of the cycle as well. For example, the phase after the deep should be arising, you know, should be, it's very innocent. It's very, like there's a new page in a chapter, but we have to rush in there. Like we can't mm. enjoy enjoy that phase as well and then there is this summer phase where we're totally exactly fitting in you know where we have like um superpowers a lot of energy we want to be outside we want to get things done we are fast we are like all of that usually mm. and then you know there's this pattern that kind of there is a slowing down there's a lot of women experiencing pms in, in the in the face that leads up to the, to, to the bleed mm. and there's so much tension in it and but if we really tune into it there is also intuition there is you know wildness there is um i don't know such magic and a lot of anger that could be healthy if we actually tune in and know what it's about and You know, like this kind of pattern that's just a very rough pattern that I just drew, but mm. it's, it's unique to every woman, of course. But if we realize that there is a pattern and that there is a rhythm that we that, that is unique to us and lean into that, then we reduce, reduce the stress automatically. You know, it's because we're not fighting against ourselves anymore that we can reduce the stress. Oh, And, lovely. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, what, like, there's this, this um, how do you say this? Uh, for example, the stress then, probably fighting against you, you know, is causing more stress. Uh, mm because you don't know how to get out of it. And the stress is, you know, really taking a toll on, on your hormone ba balance, for example, like stress mm. is like, um, uh, how do you say that? Like it's affecting the hypothalamus, which is mm -hmm. the center of your hormone production. Your hormones need to be in balance, need to be in their own very intelligent cycle to kind of produce a very healthy menstrual cycle. The menstrual cycle is healthy and then produces a very healthy mental cycle in a way like a psychological energetic cycle. And, you know, all of that, like there's, there's, there's this whole um, dance mm. that, you, that you can have with yourself where you reduce the stress I, I absolutely love everything that you've just said. And I, I love about leaning into the natural cycle of your body. Because it's not, it's not, sometimes it feels like, like it's something that is done to me. Like it's not something that is natural. 
and maybe that's because it doesn't really fit in to have a cycle uh, to have a rhythm it doesn't fit into our life or i don't but it i love that you say lean into the natural cycle mm-hmm. because it is natural it is nature it is how we are designed and that's what you're saying reduces stress when we do that right exactly i mean like fighting against you is like the total energy drain isn't it like you mm. all know this it's it's what produces most of the stress like but living in in tune with yourself and with whatever is arising within that's mm. the number one stress tool and you know the cycle work allows you to kind of prepare for that as well because you are so complex you are so complex that you are not the same person that you were yesterday you're to completely different today and you'll be completely different tomorrow in terms of your energy patterns in terms of your cyclic nature of wow. course you are you are the same but there, there are changes that are you're going through every day and to kind of you know with doing the cycle work and being aware of your cycle you will still be surprised of yourself every day. It's not like you then have, you know, the total pattern and you can just, I don't know, learn that by heart and know yourself. No, it, it will deepen it, itself every time. Mm. You can predict a little bit what this all is about. You can stay with it longer. You can, you know, kind of put a framework around it. For example, PMS. That's kind of like the basic information that some women need to feel okay with not being okay in the time leading up to the cycle. That it is a real thing to experience, um, you know, very strong emotions at that time. And it's also a time where we can't take any more bullshit, not even from ourselves, you know, like all the mm. things that we've been telling ourselves our whole cycle, for example, would show up in that and would just not work anymore. For example, you build, you want to build a, a health routine and, you know, you kind of uh, tell yourself you need to, like, you're very strict with that, like we were, you know, when we started off the whole thing. Um, then you kind of try to control yourself when you go around at that angle, not with the natural rhythms but with mm-hmm. control i need to i need to i need to i need to in the time leading up to the cycle it's almost impossible to hold that up mm. it's because it's unnatural and you cannot take any more bullshit and it wants to be released you know right strict, yeah the strictness the control all of it wants to go it wants to be released and so that you can actually enter your menstruation you know in the sacred space in, in your inner in our world more deeply and start off again on a new blank piece of paper and do it. Mm. So is it correct to, is what you're saying is that throughout your cycle at eight, at each point of in that cycle, there's something your body needs. Yeah. Like either something to be released, something to be given, something to give, some like there's always this like you said dance in the beginning, like there's a dance that's happening, but but it's like a continuous it's like all the time. Yes, that's very mm. true. 
That's that's the total commitment to yourself, isn't it? Mm. To tune into all the needs that you have as a human being in your body, that your body has, that you have, you know, that is asked of you, that you can receive right now. And and that I need right now. Mm. Not not what I needed yesterday, but what I need right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it's also, when you say that, like when you emphasize it so much, it's like, you know, allow yourself to change. And mm. Allow yourself and, and embrace yourself in the change. Um, and then sit with what's here now. You know, you can tune into yourself. Like if you really, for example, right now, you tune into yourself and you see, hmm, where am I in my cycle actually? Like, um, am I in my menstruation? Okay, so what day of my menstruation? Day three. Hmm, what do I need on day three? I, I gain back a little more pace, a little more energy maybe, but I still want to stay inside. And when I say inside, I mean internal internally. You know, you don't want to mm. come out yet and, and be loud and engaged mm. for example what what is it that you need right now mm. and i want to add on to that that um so that's the awareness what do i need right now and i think the the next step is honoring that mm. like honoring that need because i'm as you're speaking i'm trying to picture myself and other women um, in life, in in today's society, and well, sometimes there's no room for sit back and rest, or sit back and not be loud. But I want to challenge that and say, yes, there is. You know, like you say, you don't have to be the same person you were yesterday. You know, maybe in yes in yesterday's meeting, maybe you were loud and maybe you said a lot and you had a lot of opinions. But maybe in today's meeting, you, you're not so loud because your body doesn't. You know, it, you would be disaligned with yourself if you were loud today. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's it's this because the the society wants us to be predictable. We have mm. well, we have been trying. I'd say we've, we've tried to be predictable, but rare, rarely does that work. Mm. In some in some cases it might, but I have yet to meet that. You know, that we are mm. every day and trying to pretend that it's just, again, producing stress and it's, the, it's, it's enhancing the fight against ourselves. Which causes stress, right? Like, exactly, yeah. 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 Mm. And then I had a question. I forgot now. Um... Yes, I, I wanted to talk about um, relating to each other. Because when you said the society wants us to be predictable, what came up in my mind was that because we want to be predictable because then it's easier to relate to each other. We, it, it's easier to relate to other people if we can say, okay, this goes into that box, this goes into that box. And what do you think about that? That's interesting. It's an interesting point. I think then we would have to define what relating really is, you know? Mm. What, from what point are you relating, for example? 
Um, yes, if you can put someone in a box and you relate to that box every day, um, it will seem easier, but you will be very unhappy because you mm. that you're relating to the box that you have yeah. put that person into. And when they are acting out, you kind of try to put them back into the box, but, you know, they can't be because they themselves cannot fit the box every day. And you yeah. just kind of, you know, don't really see that person. So there's kind of this layer between you and the person. So I, I actually believe that there is no, it's not possible to relate that because mm. relation is happening in a moment, right? So you are connected to your body and you're meeting someone connected to their body and to the moment. And what happens then, then you are actually two human beings meeting. You see the person as she or he is today. And I think that's why we also need to learn the skill of relating to ourselves every day differently. So then when we learn it with ourselves, we can also learn it with others and give others the freedom to be themselves every day. Mm. Oh, yes. Yes. Now I'm getting goosebumps. Oh, totally. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Um, because this is, this was, yes, this is my point is that when we start relating to ourselves, when we start connecting to ourselves, it's going to be easier to relate to others. Mm. You know, even... And to all yeah. their facets, all of their personal Yes. Because we understand and accept that we're complex. Yeah. Like, like, and we are not the same every day. When we accept that in ourselves, we can accept that for other people too because we're just like, ah, they're human. No, today... Yeah. You know? And <laughs> what, what, it, what the really benefit, like the real benefit is that I've found um, I can communicate myself do you know, like, if I mm -hmm. know what's happening inside of me and I don't fight it, I don't have to justify myself or my mood or my energy or why I'm different, mm. but I can communicate it. That's a totally mm. different thing. I can explain it and be confident in what's happening today. Mm. And the cycle relates to, you know, the, the womb center in a woman, the, the menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. The sacral chakra, if, if someone's more um, attuned with the um, chakra work, you know, and that is related to relationships, the emotional body, um, uh, also communication, sensuality, and all of that, and creativity, and it's kind of like the root of everything. And when we relate to the center, and we understand what it stands for, like so much more, how do I want to say? Um, I feel like I took, I took a turn that might not fit into what we were just saying, but it just so much more becomes possible. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When you know the yeah. center of it and you know the yeah. themes of it and the meaning of it, so much more becomes possible. Yes, yes. Yes, and... <clears throat> And it, um, we, you talked a bit about in the beginning about um, emotions uh, being stuck. This, this place is also where emotions are being stu are stuck. And when you, 
um, and w- once you started releasing and started connecting, you started healing. Yeah. And from from you, you mentioned trauma. I healed from trauma. I healed, um, <clears throat> and I, I can hundred percent relate to that. The um, when when you start the self awareness work, and you start connecting to your body, like you get a connect. Like this is my experience. Is I I get a connection with each cell of my body, mm-hmm. each part, each. Uh, thing i don't have words for it and i have so much healing to be done and i can like on a cellular level and it it i've and i i did did dive a bit deeper into um trauma work and and healing and that sort of um therapeutic work uh which is not the scope of today's conversation but it's for me is fascinating <laughs> how much how much stuff is stuck in our body exactly that's it and that's why it's so hard for us to keep connected to the body yes i think yeah. I, i know what you mean when it's not the scope of this conversation so we are not going into it and and you know i don't know talking about um trauma so much but we must acknowledge that we ha- are living in a traumatized society that's yes. what it is oh thank you for saying that thank you yeah maybe yeah good and and if we if we acknowledge that part i mean mm. we can also acknowledge what has to be done within each of us to start the healing process right mm. i kind of like was so far away from from that topic i didn't even think that i you know me i was traumatized i didn't have this one event that traumatized me mm-hmm. so how how should i know that yeah mm. as we grow up we all experience you know this um it's conditional love you know that our parents don't know how to take care of us as and our needs and, and you know in our moments like we've never been taught how to meet our needs because no one could meet our needs at every given moment right mm, it was mm-hmm. it was all conditional in a way and for children you know to more or less a degree that's depending on you know your environment but that's traumatizing mm-hmm. i'm not okay the way i am mm mm-hmm. You know, not met with love when I do this, and I'm not met with love if I need that, and that means okay, that's not okay. I should not need or want this, mm. so I, I press it down and just you know dissociate from that part of me. Mm. And what in you is telling you what you need and want? It's your body. What do you dissociate mm. then from? It's it's your body. But mm-hmm. this traumatizing experience will always be stored there. Yes. Yes, yes. And I I've in my uh adult life I've I've done a lot of um cognitive therapy, talk therapy. And it's only recently that I when I started connecting to my body that I realized that I might think I'm healed in my in my cognitive world, you know, my my talking brain, but my body is not healed. Mm, yeah. And yeah, and and um, it for me it doesn't matter if you've had a big trauma that um, like like you said this one time event that has marked your entire life because I think micro they're, they're called micro traumas what you're referring to mm-hmm. 
they are just as valid. They are just as uh, stuck in your body if you don't know how to release them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so leaning into your cycle and your body and your everything that you are today is is part of that healing process. Mm. And it, it can it can open up so many possibilities. And and the cycle work actually gives you the right healing pace. I found. For, mm. <laughs> for example, like with with my trauma work, my own trauma work, I I would be overwhelmed if I dove into every single event that you know comes yeah. sometimes. But then I take each event at a time, and I know, for example, that most of my emotions that are hard to be with show up in or maybe day 19, 20, 21 of my cycle. And that not every month, but all, every three months, for example. That's what I've been tracking. Wow. I, know, I know that. And that's when I take my time and I just prepare for it a little bit. You know, I don't know if it will happen every three months, but it has been. So I yeah. prepare for that, you know. And then I know, okay, then the big stuff comes up again. Do I have time and space to, to kind of be with it? And am I willing, if I don't, am I willing to make space and time for that? Because I know how important it is. Mm. It just, you know, when you start this work and when you start becoming aware of your cycles and patterns, you know how to schedule your life a little bit better and mm -hmm. start small, you know, start really, really, really small. Start with an hour when you are bleeding, for example, and you just... Um, start with an hour of being with yourself and just resting. It's not like you need to take days off in the beginning. That's I mm. say that so you know that doesn't sound like it needs to be perfect from the beginning. No. But when I come back to this trauma work, and then I know, okay, that's where the big emotions arise. To have a support system in that time, you know. Um, like all of this and then I know this phase will it will fade out and when I when I come into my bleed I kind of release it even more I release it even more and then you know my energy is rising again I I know for a fact I will not sit in the deep forever mm. my cycle work I know it I know it in every cell of my body this too shall pass and we know this also cognitively don't we we mm -hmm. Ah, oh, this too shall pass. This too, like all the good things and the bad things, they pass. We say that to each other so often, but how many people actually mean it and know it's true? I think not many. I think that's a cognitive statement as mm -hmm. we, that we are passing on, that we want to be true or that we want to understand or want to live by. And cycle work actually makes you realize this on a deep cellular, cellular level. All mm. things pass and it's okay. Wow, that that really um, makes it okay to be with the bad stuff, right? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, it it, it will like be with it now, and it it will it will flow. It will it will you know go up and down. It, this too shall pass. Yeah, mm. nature supports this to transform and this to you know progress. Yeah, and not oh, I love nature. <laughs> Yes, 
it's just there for us. And yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And that's what I mean. Like, it, it comes in potions. It's not like the whole thing is thrown at you. And mm. You have to heal, you know, the collective trauma, your own trauma, and, you know, all of these things at once. Sometimes it feels like that. But yeah. It comes, it comes in, in the amount i don't know if you can call it amount that sounds weird but i will just use that for purposes yeah the amount that you can handle at the time yes yes doing the cycle work you know that's true yeah i've always been a strong believer in uh, that the world um, or life gives you only what you can handle yeah life never throws anything at you that you can't handle but that's a, that's that might be a different topic. Um, but what I love about what you're saying is, or what I hear what you're saying is, there's so much patience and compassion mm-hmm. in this. That compassion, saying, you know what, trauma healing or healing will take time, and it will take the time it needs. And your cycles and nature and patterns will help you deal with what you're able to deal with. Yeah, so true. And you know what I love about this conversation as well? And with you, like, I, I feel like I'm tapping into the things as they are in a way. Because when I usually talk about this work, the cycles, you know, the questions are, so what are the seasons? How should they be? <laughs> Um, what what is when one phase ends and what's the day on that and and what we're talking about it it kind of seems messy but in order I don't know how to Uh, put it out mm -hmm. you know but it seems real and that's what I love talking to you Mm. I'm all about real (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) I love talking about these things with you as well um but yeah so um what what would what were you would you say to someone and i'm going to use the segue um who would say but i don't have time to sit and listen to my body i have a job i have kids i have life i have um what do you say to these people yeah so if they say i have a job i have kids i have family i have a life um then i want to ask is there a part of you that wants to, you know, have a better experience at work, have a better, more intimate relationships, be a better parent, um, and have a deeper, richer life, more real? Mm. Do you want your life to be more real? Do you want your life to be more authentic? Or do you want to keep hustling and running and chasing and not arriving anywhere and just you know, holding things up. And I'm saying that with as much compassion as I can, you know, I I Mm. can foster right now because I know how hard it is to change ways. I know Mm. how hard it is to change or to stop the train that you're sitting on. Oh, yeah. You know, that it's running. Mm -hmm. But I think you deserve that. You deserve Mm. to, to stop the train and say, stop it, all of it for one moment, I need to breathe, I need to think, uh, I need to be with myself right now so that I can be a better person for all of you so that I can attend to my inner needs, to my inner child and fill my cup and then I can, you know, show up as I am 
as who I am actually, mm. not as, as what you want me to be or what my job wants me to be. This is all about authenticity. And actually, yes, this work requires some discipline, not from, you know, don't change your whole life from today. Change little bits of it. As you are is fine. What you do is fine. But find the things that stress you out the most and examine them. I would start there. And then, you know, with the cycle work itself, start tracking your cycle and your patterns. You know, day one is the first day of bleed. And then from there you go and you just track your moods, you know, how you change from day to day. What are the big transitions? How do how does your your ovulation time feel compared to your menstruation time? Just become aware of yourself. And that's the, the whole deal. When you're aware of yourself, you start making the choices that are in, like necessary, that you want to make, that are coming from the inside. Yeah, I feel like I'm mm. talking a lot now, but that's okay. <laughs> It's absolutely beautiful. I, I was just quiet because I thought that's it's there's just so much uh, good. Um, how do you say? Um, there's so much magic in what you're saying. So um, wonderful. Um, I, I I love the work that you do, Jenny, and I I love speaking to you about about uh, connecting to your body. So um, I I want to thank you so much for being part of this podcast, for being part of my life, and um, and um, and yeah. If people want to know more about you, how how could they get in touch with you? How could um, how can they find out more about you? Yeah. Um so they can visit my website that's um, jennyfelicitas.de mm -hmm. um, and they can visit my LinkedIn it's also jennyfelicitasbarts mm -hmm. or jennyfelicitasbarts on Instagram yeah I do like the moon circles when you're living in Hamburg just come and I can do them in English so as soon as we have one English member we switch to English um, mm -hmm. But we currently do them in German, um, new moon and full moon each month, and then the women's circles in between. Um, I'm going to check that out. That sounds so interesting. Yeah. Really. <laughs> It's a great energy every time. I, I really am so grateful for the women that show up. It's like, wow. oh, my God, they're creating, you know, this whole energy and it's, it's magical. And I love that, that they allow the magic. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, allow the magic. It's about being curious about yourself, about uh, raising your self awareness, and and being the best person that you can be, and the the happiest, healthiest. Yes, yes, and let and to support you. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you for that. Thank because you matter, because you're important, and you deserve to feel your absolute best. Okay, thank you for listening and uh, thank you Jenny for being here today. Thank you. Thanks.